This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, yeah, here on the South Florida High School Sports Show, I'm Alex Dono, filling in for our boy Blue, Larry Bluestein. So we got, there's so much going on. Even though, like, there's not actual football being played between free agency and the NFL, spring practice in college football and with your Miami Hurricanes, you know, South Florida-based, born-and-raised quarterback coming home to play for the Dolphins. There's a lot going on. We bring in our good pal, Gary Furman. He is the publisher at canesport.com. Gary, it's gotten to a point where, and and you primarily cover college football, of course, not the NFL, but like we've said about the NFL for years, there's not really an offseason anymore. With the way Miami has been making so many headlines, there's not really an offseason in college football anymore either. No argument with that, Alex. <laughs> it's it's team no sleep at Kane Sport all the time, man. It is crazy. Um, you know, in fact, we're sitting here. It's a, it's the month of March, and and you know we're figuring out the rest of the year. We're increasing staff and increasing programming and doing all kinds of crazy stuff uh, just to sort of uh, accommodate the appetite of the excitement of the fan base. Yeah, and, and you guys, I mean, it's not just football either for Kane Sport. You guys cover cover baseball and basketball, and you know the basketball team. Uh, they're they're off to March Madness. What do you think about Miami's chances to make a little noise in the tournament? Well, I've got my flight booked, Alex. I'm uh, I'm planning on being there uh, for more than one day uh, this week, and uh, I like this team a lot. You know, it, it, it's like I liked it even before the season, and. It was funny because at media day, I said to Jim Laranega, I said, you know, Jim, I'm looking at your team. I really like the way it's come together. I mean, it's kind of amazing. You've kind of pieced it together for, uh, in various parts from different places. But it just looked to me, uh, and I, I coached youth basketball for many years, so I can kind of visualize what a team should look like by going through all the drafts with the kids and stuff through the years. But, like, yeah. seriously, like, but you look at these things, like, you know, the point guard was there. And then they, they, they picked up the, the lengthy wing player in Jordan Miller. And, you know, they got Magusti and Wong to come back. And, and you could just see they really were lacking one big guy, to me, to be as good as anybody in the country. And they almost got him. Um, Jalen Dernan ended up going to Memphis. But um, I still felt like this was going to be a really, really good basketball team. And, um, they made some adjustments. They put in a little bit of a different offense this year with the five-out concepts to, to take advantage of Wardenberg, who did his part by improving his three-point shot. 
And they've been as good as anybody in the ACC. I mean, they they are, are were an inch away from winning the conference in the regular season. When you look at the game that was stolen from them at Florida State in the last few seconds and that Virginia Tech game where they blew an eight-point lead down the stretch. And, um, of course, they had a few other close losses, but you're not going to win every game in the ACC. But they, they were an inch away, Alex, from winning the league in the regular season. And, um, and then of course, in the tournament, they had that slugfest with Duke and uh, Duke was just a little bit thicker and a little bit more, a little bit stronger around the basket. And they escaped with the win in the semifinals up there last week. But uh, I think Miami is a very dangerous team uh, in March Madness this year. I agree. And I like to hear that. We're joined here by Gary Furman. He's the publisher at canesport.com. Uh, so a, a one of uh, a, a son of South Florida, even though he didn't play college ball here, of course, people who uh, who went to and support Miami Northwestern uh, remember Teddy Bridgewater very well. He just got or agreed to sign. You got to be careful the way you say it. He agreed to sign with the Miami Dolphins to back up to a Tongo Vailoa. I'm, I'm happy to have Bridgewater back down here. There have been other times in the past where the Dolphins have been maybe linked for a move with Teddy, so I'm glad he finally gets to play for the hometown team. Uh, I imagine uh, you probably covered his recruitment before he wound up at Louisville. <laughs> so at Northwestern, he was the successor to Ja'Cory Harris. Uh, we thought for a while he would also become Ja'Cory's successor at Miami, but he decided to go to Louisville instead. How, how uh, you probably remember this better than I do, Gary? Uh, how, how close was he to actually coming to Miami? It was like a commit decommit thing, right? <laughs> Alex, it's one of the greatest stories in uh, modern day Miami football history. To be quite honest with you, I mean, it, it, it was razor thin close. And had Randy Shannon not been fired, Teddy Bridgewater would have been a Miami Hurricane. Um, Amari Cooper would have been a Miami Hurricane. And the entire, uh, well, now it's history, back then it was future, of the program would have been totally different than what it ended up being. Because if you had Teddy Bridgewater as the quarterback at Miami for three or four years, oh, yeah. uh, just think of, of what that would have meant with local recruiting um, how many kids got away from Miami over those next three, four, five years that wouldn't have gotten away. Uh, it, it would have changed the entire landscape of Miami football. And uh, it's just crazy how these things happen. And nobody really realized it at the time. It was just your typical recruiting war that at that point, Al Golden lost, but like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was really close. And uh, he was coming to Miami until Randy got fired. Yeah, I, I thought so. I couldn't remember the exact – I know it was around that time. I couldn't remember if it was like the exact timeline with Randy Shannon, but you're, you're absolutely right. It's okay. We didn't get him at the U, but we get him now with the Dolphins. And he's, he's going to be – he's going to be two as backup. Uh, I'm already getting a lot of flack on Twitter for just joking about – and I'm not really completely joking about the idea that – uh, he he might even be the best quarterback on the roster, Gary. I mean, I'm not completely sold on Tua. Obviously, Tua is the younger guy that the Dolphins are developing. You know, if if Bridgewater actually got a real shot to compete, he won't. Uh, I think it's a competition he might even win. So I think it's a good move uh, for a backup quarterback. What do you think? Not no argument for me I, in that regard. I, I I totally agree with you, and uh, it'll be interesting to see you know what Teddy still has left in the tank at this point. Uh, in his career, but 
you know, it's good. Tua needs a challenge, and, and yep. it's good that, that, that Teddy will be the one providing it. And Teddy, certainly, he can't be any worse than Jacoby Brissett last year. So at the very least, it's it's a mild upgrade at the very least here. Uh, let's talk some Kane. Spring practice uh, uh, started uh, about a week ago or a little less than a week ago. Uh, I, I want to start first because uh, I was looking at the great videos that you guys put out on Kane Sport YouTube. And I was watching, you know, the quarterbacks throw a little bit and, you know, not reinventing the wheel with the drill that they were doing. But I, I got a look at Ja'Curry Brown and boy, he looks the part. I mean, he's wearing the number 11. Obviously, that's a tough number to wear at Miami, but he's he's taller. And, you know, coming out of high school, he's more built uh, than I expected. I didn't realize just how big he was, especially standing next to Jake Garcia. Uh, he looks the part. Did he look as good throwing in person as he did to me on video? Throw athletically, absolutely. Throwing, not really. Uh, yeah. You know, he's going to be a work in progress. He's got mechanical things. He probably needs to work out a little bit, and uh, he'll have a, a big adjustment period. But it, it's okay because you know, like you said, they've they've, they've got Tyler Van Dyke and Jake Garcia. They don't need Curry Brown to play right now. If they get if they get that deep, uh, they're they're already in trouble. But um, right. we'll see how he develops over the next few years. I mean, they're not going to stop recruiting quarterbacks. Uh, you know, they'll be going after top quarterbacks in the country every single year, let them compete, uh, get the best guy on the field. But I agree with you. As an athlete, he looks very, very good. We know he can run. Um, he's as tall as can be, and uh, so he could see over the line of scrimmage and has a lot of things to work with as you move forward with him and, and try to develop him. What, what else stood out to you in spring ball? I think that the, the thing that's obvious to me is that the kids want to be good. You know, they, they have a lot of holes on the team, Alex. You know, Mario and this great staff didn't come in here and change that. Um, the, you know, the, the, I think you'll continue to see the transfer portal uh, utilized here all the way up into the start of training camp in August, quite frankly. Uh, you know, they, they need more reinforcements. They need, uh, you know, some help in some spots. But the one thing that was unmistakable to me is that the kids that are on the team right now, it looks to me like, they have good attitudes. They want to be there. They have good chemistry. Uh, there's not. There's no bad apples polluting the locker room, and they're giving the coaches um, 100% effort and 100% attention. And and you know, right now that's all you can ask for. And then you, you know, as the football season approaches, you got to hope that the quality of the coaching staff can be a differentiator in you know some of the close games that you're going to be in in the fall because you don't have. Um, elite difference-making talent uh, to avoid that. Have you guys gotten any FaceTime with Jason Taylor? I, I know he doesn't have the type of role where he's going to be speaking to the media often, but ha have you had a chance to uh, to say what's up or chat with him down there? Not at all, no. Um, you know, he's there as a quasi-analyst. He's, he's, he'll have a role in the program. He'll be advising and, and helping out, I'm sure, the defensive ends with pointers and things like that. He can't be an on-field coach. Uh, but the more guys like that, Ed Reed, that you can have have a presence in the program and an involvement in the program so that when you do have uh, an elite defensive end prospect or safety prospect that you're trying to bring in uh, to upgrade the talent level on the roster, uh, you have the capability of, of, of telling them that you will be mentored by Jason Taylor. You'll be mentored by Ed Reed. And I got to think that that's going to pay dividends. Uh, it's no, it's no surprise, Alex, that uh, Jason Taylor's first day 
out there on the practice field coincided with the visit of a young man from Texas by the name of David Hicks, who's one of the best defensive end prospects that I've seen in a while. I mean, um, the, the kid just, you know, competes and, and plays at a whole nother speed and level than you, you'll typically see. And Miami's doing a really good job of recruiting them. And I can assure you that the Jason Taylor presence at Miami is part of the overall pitch being made to David Hicks from Texas to come to Coral Gables. That's smart. That makes a lot of sense. He's Gary Furman, publisher at canesport.com. Make sure you check out the website and also the YouTube channel. They put out a lot of great content, including Good Morning Cane Sport with Gary and Matt Shodell, which is which is awesome. They give you the Canes news of the day. They give it to you in a concise, entertaining way. So thank you so much, Gary. Uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. We'll talk again soon. Always great talking to you, Alex. Always. Good stuff there. Uh, so when we come back, uh, we're going to talk with Christine Valls from the Orange Bowl Committee. She's also uh, the director of sales in Florida, the Caribbean, and Latin America for American Airlines. And American Airlines is presenting this awesome event, uh, the High School Basketball Showcase. Which, and, and again, I'll say this. If you're listening right now, if you happen to be a high school basketball player, or if you are the parent or a family friend, relative of a high school basketball player, you want to register and take advantage of this event. Uh, it's presented by American Airlines. It's a free one-day event this Saturday, March 19th, at the David Posnick Jewish Community Center. It's going to bring together Florida high school seniors and juniors to meet with educational institutions in Division Two, Three, NAIA, and junior colleges from across, from across the country. So you get a chance to showcase. You're going to have uh senior two groups of senior boys uh a junior boys group senior girls group and junior girls group so it's all going down this saturday we'll find out more about that and the mission from christine Valls, who will join us next here uh you're listening to the south florida high school sports show i'm alex dono filling in for larry bluestein here on am 560 sports wqam you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 